This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What is the rudest thing somebody has ever said to you? That's the question we're asking on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, who yes. brought this question to the table today. I did. I was trolling the internets. And again, remember, um, most of the celebrity headlines we came across today uh, simply were not worthy of speaking about. However, um, I found this this um, viral story. A lady by the name of Nicole Cliff asked on Twitter, what's the rudest thing uh, anyone has ever said to you? And then I was looking through the responses and they were hilarious. And I was like, <laughs> I've got a few of these. I'm sure Colleen does as well. And Holly and all of you. And uh, judging by the phone lines, a lot of you do. So let's just maybe get right to it, shall we? Yes, we should get right to it. But before we get right to it, I want to remind everybody we will be taking calls. If you call right now and can't get through, that's because this is a popular topic. But do keep trying 651-641-1071. And let's go to Denise. Hi, Denise. What is the rudest thing anybody has ever said to you? Um, I went to the grocery store after a workout and I was buying formula for um, our newborn son. And the lady asked me if I wanted to use my WIC card. And I wasn't paying attention. I said, oh, I'm sorry, what? She goes, you know, your EBT card or your WIC card? I was like, no, I don't have one. Weird. And then after I, she scanned the formula, she asked me again if I needed it. And I said, no, I, I don't have one. And she goes, oh, and I'm like, well, can I ask why you think I have one? And she goes, well, you're just not dressed the best. Whoa! Um, no way! No. Yeah, that stung a little bit. Um, Did you say, well, it, you know, you could say, I'm going to change clothes, but you're still going to be ugly. No. No. Okay, bye, Denise. <laughs> I thought that was a good comeback. I thought so, too. Denise I'm actually kind so. of, you know what? How about this? Yeah. We're going to hear the rude things, and okay. then I want you to formulate your okay. best comeback. Fine. sure. All right, so <laughs> let's go to uh, They're Christy. They're all going to be the same, well, FYI. That's cool. Okay. Let's go to Christy. Hi, Christy. Hi. First of all, love you two. Love, love, love. Thank, Thank you. you. We love you too. You bet. Um, so mine is also sort of uh, baby-related. I, When I first met my neighbor, we were both pregnant, and in the process of introducing ourselves, um, I had told her that I'd be going back to work after I had my baby. And she said, Oh, I feel so sad for your baby. <gasps> <laughs> what did you say? I said, well, I, that's, that's just the, the choice we've made. You know, <laughs> God, yeah, people are yeah, horrible. I mean, that one made my jaw hit the floor. Yeah. Christy, <laughs> Thanks yeah. for your call. I would have just said, um, well, my kid's going to grow up and appreciate that I was a working, uh, you know, parent. Um, you're still ugly. Good. That was. Thank yeah. you. Yes. You're still well, ugly. my kid will be grown up and respect his mother. You're still ugly. <laughs> let's go to uh, let's go to Austin. Hi, Austin. Austin, what was the rudest thing anybody has ever said to you? Uh, a guy hit me. Um, while I was going to work in the morning. With um, your car, I hope. Yeah, well. Or his yeah. car, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> his car, yeah. I was 
I was uh, driving to work and, you know, I'm a young professional. I like to think of myself as fairly successful. And so I get rear-ended by this guy who didn't give me enough space. Um, and he gets out of his car and is trying to, you know, push the bumper back into place. And uh, he goes, I'm interested in, you know, driving away, letting this whole thing go. I'm like, no, I'd like your information, please. He goes, well, it should be fairly easy just because, you know, you clearly don't drive this car. This is not yours. You're borrowing it. Whoa! What did um, you say? I stared at him and I was just like, I- excuse me? He goes, well, obviously this isn't your car. I said, actually, yes, I have a nice job. I got this car less than a month ago and I worked hard for it. So thank you. Give me your information. And I'm going to take you to the cleaners. And I hope for real, he- though. I was going to say, I hope his insurance company paid for everything. Uh, I certainly hope so, too. It's still in subrogation. Oh, my gosh. Austin, thanks for calling. I hope that that gets worked out. I hope you told him he was ugly, too. Yeah, because I think that's always a good comeback. Yeah, no, you just say, like, yes, I have a job, and guess what? You're You're ugly. ugly. (laughs) Okay, let's go to Jody. Hi, Jody. What's the rudest thing a person ever has said to you? Hi, Jody. Hello. Um, Mine is kid-related, too. I have, um, my husband and I have two boys, and one looks more like me, blonde-haired, blue-eyed. One looks more like my husband, dark-haired, brown-eyed. And I took them to a portrait studio place to have their pictures taken when they were little. They're really cute. And so the lady that was taking the pictures, she took a few pictures, and then she said, so do your kids have the same father? (gasps) Oh, my God! Okay, one! Not a question. That's an inside thought. Yeah, no, you don't say that. What did you? Well, I mean, they don't look alike at all, and I know that. And I'm a really laid back person, so I just thought it was funny. But I was like, oh my gosh, if you would have said that to somebody else, they might have like yes on you. I mean, I think not an appropriate question. Oh my gosh, Jody, thanks for your call. That would have been a moment in, in if like if that would have happened to me. If I would have been at my best, mm. my response would might have been something along the lines of "You're ugly." You're ugly. No, yeah. I probably would have said something like, "I think what you're trying to say is my children. My children don't, don't, look, don't alike. look alike." Yeah. Am I correct? Well, that's like when, that would be the polite way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm mad for so, her. People are so horrible. Oh, you guys. Lesson here is don't be these people. Yeah. Let's go to Desiree. Uh, Desiree, what is the rudest thing a person has ever said to you? Well, it was on my wedding day, and my future brother-in-law looked at me and said, what are those scars on your shoulder? They were stretch marks. And I'm like, they are stretch marks. He's like, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't have worn an off-the-shoulder dress. Oh, um, you should have said maybe you shouldn't have woken up ugly. <laughs> oh my gosh, God, that is so thank horrible. you for your call, Desiree. Hey, Colleen, yeah. Um, so do you have a story like this? I'm sure you've got 12. Well, the one that she just told me reminded me of one. Oh, really? All right, well, hold on to it because I want to tell you one. Um, so uh, I had this uh acquaintance, I shall call him, who would always say, Oh. You were so much funnier when you were fat. What on earth? Who says that? What? To this day, like we'll run into each other and he thinks it's hilarious to say that. Um, I hope he's listening right now. Yeah. That's not funny. And you know what? You're ugly. <laughs> yeah. 651641. I'm skinny, but you're still, I can lose weight, but I, you can't lose ugly. See, good. It was in there that somewhere. Was good. Yeah. I, I think you're well, still give me funny. One of yours. 
Uh, well, first, I'm going to just say 651-641-1071. We are going to continue this topic. But the story that Desiree just told reminded me on my wedding day of somebody telling. And, I, you know, people joke about this all the time. And I know that everybody thinks it's very funny that I am extremely pale. It is funny to everybody else. But you. But me. Yeah. And uh, she just. You can literally hold a candle up to her and see. See how this works? There he goes. So on my wedding day, somebody who I considered a friend said to me, you're just reminding me that I need to go for a tan on my wedding day. No. Yeah. No, No, see, it's funny when I say it now. But not, not funny when you're thinking about that, right? Not on your wedding day. Um, I think what I wanted to say to her was, well, I hope that on your wedding day, you look half as beautiful as I feel right now. And you're ugly. We'll be back after this with more. What is the rudest thing somebody's ever said to you on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071? Lori and Julia. Michelle Williams in Red Louis Vuitton at the uh, All the Money in the World premiere. You guys thought it was vibrant and stunning? She looked beautiful. She didn't look like a Confederate Christmas ghost wandering around in a nightgown like she usually does. Wow. Julia. She has worn okay, some here's, very here's an interesting. Things. All right, here's an interesting, interesting fact. If Mount Everest were placed at the very bottom of the deepest ocean, the peak would still be submerged by a mile of water. That's how deep the ocean is. I'm just where changing Where is that coming from? <laughs> Hang on, wait a Save minute. Save that wait for your random thoughts. Wow. Nice segue. Please, <laughs> Louise. <laughs> Like, I love what nobody wants to think about that at five to six. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of, oh my God, she's hilarious. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What is the rudest thing anybody has ever said to you? That's the question we're asking on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, we're taking your call, 651-641-1071, asking you what the rudest thing is somebody's ever said to you. And uh, let's go to Diane. Hi, Diane. What is the rudest thing somebody said to you? All right. Um, I'm about 55 years old, and I was um, uh, coming out of Walmart, and I turned around, and there was a lady um, who had a a five-year-old child with her, and she was struggling with this large television trying to get out the door. So I held the door open for her, and she just waltzed through like she, you know, was uh, uh, the queen of England or something. And so I couldn't help it. After she and her daughter went through, she didn't even acknowledge I was holding the door open. So, so I said, um, uh, "Well, you're welcome." And she turned around. She goes, uh, "Well, you're welcome. You wrinkled up old prone." <gasps> oh my gosh! God. Can you believe it? Oh no, my goodness, I, Diane! You that wrinkled is up old prune. Did, I know. What did you do? I, I busted. I did exactly what you did. Um, I just bust out laughing because I couldn't believe that something would be that rude. And no then, of kidding. Course, then I said, "Well, you're setting a great example for your kid." And then she said something you don't want to hear mm. from me. Yeah, I'm sure because we value our FCC license. <laughs> yeah. you bet. Thank you so you're much, welcome. Diane. Holy buckets! Um, I also remember somebody saying once, "Like, you look great for a guy in his 40s." At the time, I was 35. No. Yes. I was like, thanks. Oh, my God. I'll remember that in five years. Yeah. Ugh. He was ugly. 
<laughs> I bet you told him so too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Anastasia. Hi, Anastasia. What is the rudest thing anybody said to you? Hi. Me? Yes, Hi. you. Hi. Um, okay, so I bartend at a pretty busy bar downtown. And um, this was during a period of my life where I was very fit, very in shape. And I had a guy that had been hanging out by my well for a good while that night. And um, at one point, I mean, maybe half hour into his stay that night, he he goes, so, uh, so you're pregnant. <gasps> and I go, excuse me? I was wearing kind of a dress that had like a, a bellowy stomach on it. Yeah. And, and I go, I go, who told you that? And he goes, nobody had to tell me. I just knew. And so as I was kind of processing that rude statement, he then waves me over again and he goes, so how long are you going to be doing this for? Oh um, my God. Were so you like, I just got like double punched in the face by these horrible comments. Yeah. Like you, 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 you look fat and you have a crappy job. Good. <laughs> Good work. Bye. <laughs> but the so best part horrible. of it was, was his credit card declined at the yes. end of all of this. Yes, ding, yes, ding. yes, 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 yes. Instant karma. In world, I yeah. love yeah. that. Yeah. Thanks for your call. Have a great day. I bet she's got all sorts of stories. No kidding. She could probably fill up a whole segment on her own. Let's go to Danielle. Danielle, what is the rudest thing somebody's ever said to you? Uh, yes. So this happened when I was pregnant. I was probably like eight or nine months along, you know, ready to pop. (laughs) And this complete stranger at the gas station yelled across like the lot and said, free Willy. (gasps) Oh, my God. Rude. What did you do? Horrible. I just completely ignored him and went to my car. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I would have started making whale noises. Yeah. (laughs) And then gone. You're ugly. That was my whale noise. I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. And you're ugly. <laughs> Danielle, thanks for your call. Oh, my God. Oh my. D- men are horrible creatures. It's not just men. Let me tell you something. One time I was pregnant. Uh, what, okay, I should say one of the times I was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, and I was just having one at the time. I did end up having two later, but I was just having one. Yeah. And uh, I was, I don't even remember, I must have been like a Target or something. I was not anywhere near the end of my pregnancy. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And women who have been pregnant all can relate to this because I'm sure it's happened to many of us more than once. Some This woman leans over and goes, you're having twins then, huh? I'm like... No, just one. I'm just gigantic and really mad. <laughs> and it's Nanya. And it's Nanya. Damn business. Exactly. Let's go to Megan. Megan, what's the rudest thing somebody has ever said to you? Hi, you said Megan, right? Yes. Yeah, hi. Um, I actually was married at one point, got married a little older in life. Um, I was in my late 30s. I'm almost 45 right now. Unfortunately, um, alcoholism and, um, you know, other women are problematic. So mm-hmm. I ended up with a divorce, um, never had kids. Um, and I had a few people, including, um, my home sister, unfortunately tell me that I was lucky that I didn't have any kids because, you know, if we had kids and I'd be forever tied to this guy, but, oh, my God. but I won't ever have any kids cause I'm almost 45 as so. People, you know, thank you for calling, Megan, and I'm so so sorry she said that. I get so irritated with people who say, well, it's a good thing that dot, 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 because whatever you're going to say after that is probably going to be really rude. And even if you don't mean it to be rude, it's probably going to hurt the person. So just stop yourself and think of something different to say, like nice weather we're having. Or you're ugly. Or you're ugly. No. (laughs) Anyway, let's uh, let's go to Allison. Hi, Allison. What's the rudest thing somebody's ever said to you? Hi, guys. I was 37 years old and about uh, almost four months pregnant. And I was shopping with my then two-year-old daughter at Baby Gap. And the checkout lady said, oh, shopping with your granddaughter today? <laughs> and I said, um, no, I'm her mom. She said, oh, well, you never can tell. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, when you keep your mouth yeah. shut, you idiot. If you can't right? tell, that's a good indicator that you're about to stick your foot in your mouth. Right. Oh. Yeah, we, we laughed. Good. Oh I'm God. glad. Allison, thanks for your call. I would have been mortified if I had said that and then realized my mistake. Because, you know, I will say that there are times when I have said dumb things not thinking about it. And Like, for example, and this wasn't a bad thing, but I remember I was working retail and there were twins, identical mm-hmm. twins, adults mm-hmm. in my line. And I was like, oh, my God, are you guys twins? Like, OK, if you have to, like. First of all, if they look alike, yes, they're twins. Mm-hmm. There's no other possibility. Mm-hmm. And if they, you know, if you have to say it out loud, that means they are. So you just don't need to say it. Because mm-hmm. how many times do they hear that on a given day? But I get Hundreds. it. Because the minute it comes out of your mouth, you're like, oh. You know what? Here's the thing, though. I bet they've heard it a trillion times and they paid yeah. no mind to it. But you learned a lesson from it. Yeah. And that's what matters. Also, you're all ugly. Yeah. Just um, ex- do you have some sort of horrible disease or were you born like that? <laughs> when we come back, more crazy, stupid idiots on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Entertainment. At 12.30 every, or sorry, 2.30 every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we like to start the parade of crazy, stupid idiots on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And these yep. are your crazy, stupid idiots. Indeedly do. Well then, 
I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. It's not where we're going now. We're going where dumb people uh, pronounce it Massachusetts, Mm. but it's really uh, Massachusetts. We're going to tell you the story. That is, I am going to tell you the story of a lady in Framingham, Massachusetts, who tried to do something in a Target store recently that led her to uh, join the ranks of crazy, stupid idiots. Okay. She tried to do something in a Target. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she tried to, uh, use the bathroom in the middle of an aisle. No, that would be kind of awesome. I should tell you that in this Target store, there were 50 police officers. Oh, oh, okay. I'm guessing she tried to shoplift. Yes! Yes, was it the annual Shop with the Cop event? Yes! You guys! Okay, so this is now probably the sixth or 1200th story. Like this that we've heard, but on Tuesday evening, the the Target in Framingham, Massachusetts, held their annual Shop with a Cop event. As officers were waiting in line to check out uh, items for the numerous local kids they joined on a holiday shopping spree. This is, by the way, a charity event sponsored by the police department. An employee notified them that the store had caught themselves a shoplifter. There were literally between 50 and 75 officers from several towns uh, around the store roaming the store with their family. Why? Why does this keep happening? You know what this tells me? Honestly, it tells me that people are shoplifting all the time because what are the odds that so many people get caught shoplifting when there's 75 cops present. Exactly. You know what I mean? Okay, so how did she get caught? But what I love about this is that she had a large bin, and presumably that means not a cart, filled with the items that she was trying to steal. They later tallied these items at $1,105. Now, we love to spend money at Target. Like, you walk into Target and you've instantly spent $100. It's your cover charge, yeah. Right? Um, this woman, I don't know how you, I mean, unless it's like, I don't know, uh, like a computer, I don't know how you walk out of there with an $1,100 bin. Uh, A, the computers even that they sell at Target, like in the store, are not expensive. And anything that is expensive is behind, like locked behind glass and they make you pay for it right there. Like those $12 headphones, I really got to wait for somebody to come unlock these dumb things. Anyway. You know what? It's not Target's fault. Mm-mm. It's well, no, it's, it's the uh, the people who've been shoplifted. It's yeah, women but, like her. I'm just saying. Uh, That's she why was, we can't have nice things. She was apparently very uncooperative. Please open the article and look at her face. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh she dear. she kind of looks like. Well, first of all, she has a cold sore. Mm, okay. Uh, would you like me to do an audio <laughs> Which means representation? Nothing other than it just adds to the menacing look on her face. Can or I do an audio representation yeah. of her? Mm. She's got one eye like squinty, half open. Like, hey. I don't. I think that's a mole. Is that a mole? Moly, 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 moly. Yeah. Guacamole, moly, moly. Uh, yeah. Mm. She attempted to steal. Okay. She attempted to steal stuff. Her fake name, by the way, she was booked under her fake name, Kelly Boucher. 
Ooh, sounds very French. Fancy. Yeah, I don't know when they realized her actual name, but <laughs> she used her fake name. She's also homeless. Well, so. where she put a thousand? I feel like this is like the se- this is like the opening scene of like a Hallmark Christmas special. Like by the end of it, she's like, you know, working with the police department to mm-hmm. like hand out toys on Christmas. Right. She married a prince. It's lovely. <laughs> or uh, one of the officers. I love the feeling I get after and a good Hallmark movie. Finally got that mole removed. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Holy um, moly. That's what it would be called. Holy moly. Holy moly, yeah. Oh, holy moly night. Mm, so, so, oh, moly night. <laughs> All right, let's go to Australia. Get in the mood. Ready, everybody? In order to get our Australian accent, you have accents, to get yourself in the accent. We say rise up lights. Everybody together now? Rise, rise up, up lights. lights. Thank and you. And rise up lights, of course, is Australian for razor blades. Yes, that is our rise, accent. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Okay, Australia police uh, accidentally broadcast arrest plans over social media. <sighs> They were trying out their new uh, Twitter Live experience at the Australian Police Department in Sydney when uh, they were talking about a big arrest that they were going to make. Uh, About a minute of a conversation about a case between federal police officers, uh, including the timing of an arrest of a Loyal agent of North Korea. What? Yes, I'm serious about this. This actually happened. So there's these police agents standing around talking. They're they're going to arrest um, a what they're calling quote a loyal agent of North Korea uh, who was trying to sell missile parts and technology on the black market to raise money for Pyongyang. I, wait a minute. I thought this was like police talking on a police scanner about something. What no, you... it's worse than that. Okay, oh, so okay. they're okay. So they're going to. This is a big deal. Like they're going to arrest this guy. They know where he is. They're planning the arrest, right? Okay. Well, at the same time, some Yahoo in the office is testing out their new Twitter Live uh, experience and is is doing a live broadcast of this conversation. This happened last Wednesday, oh, no. and it linked on, uh, and and it and it showed up on Twitter. They were able to immediately take it down, um, but one newspaper did listen to the conversation and said that there was some talk of quote not going in all guns blazing, and only half a dozen people and a forensic van. So, like details about this arrest and how it was going to happen. Well, here's the good news: uh, the Tweet was deleted and the criminal didn't see it. See it. Yeah. Only 40 people saw it before it was removed. But the details were still closely guarded enough that they did actually catch the criminal. Oh, good. Um, I would just go ahead and say if you're testing your um, social media live technology, I don't know, maybe do it, you know, in a room where people aren't sharing secrets about a major arrest they're about to make, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like maybe do it mm, in the kitchenette while people are, you know, looking f- somebody's making coffee or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Please don't be done with social media. Exactly. Any whoosie whatsy. Oh. Uh, yeah. The, the suspect is in custody now. Um, have you heard the term porch pirate? 
Why does that sound super dirty? No, yes, I have. These are the people who go around checking people's front porches for uh, packages, especially around the Christmas season, and make off with them. Yeah, apparently we're now calling these people, I mean, we used to just call them thieves, right? but now they get, they get their a own special name. Special name because they're snowflakes. Yes, because they're millennials. Uh, so millennial thieves now called porch pirates during the holidays mm-hmm. where they... Uh, I don't know, have a bird on their shoulder and say things like, are there any packages on this front porch? I want to tell you about one porch pirate in particular. It does sound sexual. (laughs) Doesn't it? He's such a porch pirate. He's so dirty. An alleged serial porch pirate who brandishes his grape nuts (laughs) while stealing your instant pot off the front porch. Uh, was busted recently in Colorado. But I want to tell you because I am just fascinated by this story. So there's nothing unique about the crime per se. Christopher Seth, he's 22 years old. He's facing a felony theft charge and up to three years in prison after he was reportedly swiping uh, some stuff. But it's the stuff that he was swiping that I was like, what? Let me, before I tell you, tell you how he did this. So apparently he admitted to driving around neighborhoods and using his girlfriend as a lookout while taking packages left outside homes by delivery services. They found 44 items in his vehicle that appeared to have been stolen from porches. The combined value of that uh, was like $6,500. alone in 44 items. That included things like uh, shampoo, Steve Madden boots, ice climbing equipment, a bed frame, among other items. But here was the thing that really caught me. Christopher Seth, 22, facing a felony charge because he was swiping a package in particular that contained $200 worth of socks from a home in Boulder on Friday. That's a lot of socks. Who sends $200 worth of socks? Okay, why is it, is it, should I be embarrassed that I have like six ideas of who has $200 worth of socks? I have many people in my life who probably have two hundred dollars worth of socks. You know what I first? Do you know what I do? I buy like a pack, a bulk pack of socks for nine ninety nine. Who's getting two hundred dollars socks? Okay, so I'm thinking like, okay, two hundred dollars worth of socks. You know, maybe they are like the cheap ones that you buy at Target, but maybe they're going to a house. Where, uh, you know, there's somebody there who makes sock monkeys. I'm just saying. And sells them on Etsy. I'm just saying. That's no. where you're going with this? That's the I first mean, place I love I that went. that's the place you're going. All Not right. that there's like, you know, a or Coke maybe brother they're giving who's, them away. who's selling, you know, Bomba socks for ridiculous amounts of money. Or like, yeah, maybe they were, uh, what's his face? Uh, Rob Kardashian socks. Again, $200 in one package of socks worth $200. What kind That's of dumb crazy. socks are these? They better that get up crazy. and walk for you. That is crazy. Um, I also wanted to share that this story came to us courtesy of the Boulder Daily Camera, uh-huh. which is the uh, paper of record Interesting. in Boulder. Huh. The Daily Camera. It's a newspaper. <laughs> hmm. So I feel like they deserve each other. Anyway, he was released on $1,000 bonds. He also has a history of uh, pleading guilty. Uh, to driving while uh, impaired, and an indecent exposure case is currently facing him in county court. He sounds like a real winner. Maybe he was stuffing uh, some things in his socks or stock stuffing socks. his socks in some things. <laughs>
All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get to your answers to our daily snap judgment. That is a question we ask on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash my talk one Oh seven one. Um, and I'm here to tell you this one really got people going. It was the question we asked today was spritz or Russian tea cakes. Answer that question. We'll judge you for your answer. And we will also unveil our 11th Chris on the 12 days of Chris's on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Wednesdays on Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's the birthday prank. I actually want to prank him about our New Year's Eve party tickets. Um, Sam, I'm calling today with some unfortunate news. Uh, there was a mistake with the invoice originally when you called. Um, so the the price point that's left is the VIP price point. VIP tickets um, are eleven hundred dollars uh, a piece, uh, and that gives Wait, you so eleven hundred a piece for if premier I want VIP. To go- you get a bottle of Dom Perignon, you get dinner for two, and you get, a, get to stay at the hotel. And while you're at the event, our premier attraction is our llama bottle service, where llamas literally bring over the bottles of champagne to your VIP area, a secluded area for just you and a guest. No, I don't, I don't, a lot, no, a llama, that's gross. Birthday prankings with Jace and Dawn, but not Alexis, cause she's bad at lying to people. Wednesday mornings at 7.20 on My Talk 107.1. Do you prefer spritz or Russian tea cakes? That's a hot question we're asking on the Facebook it's page. Hot. It's a hot question on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment, everything Christmas cookies. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And should we get to some of these answers? Let's. Bradley, do you want to lay them on me? No. Okay. Do you? I'll lay them on you then. Yeah, lay them on me. Okay. Hot cookies. In answer to the question, spritz or Russian tea cakes, Carla said, oh my gosh, spritz. My old spritz maker broke, but then I found a new one at Savers. I have to make spritz tomorrow. My aunt Nobody cares! Me make- Whatever. And she also I mean, she spritz. answered, but she answered with TMI. So Alyssa said... Russian tea cakes. I want some now because I've mentioned them at least 10 times in the last week to several people. I have a question. Yes. Okay. What is the difference, if any, between a Russian tea cake and a Mexican wedding cookie? I think they're the same thing. I do too. And why do they serve the same cookie at Russian teas and Mexican weddings? I don't know. News, you know, good news about cookies travels fast, apparently. Well, and I remember who was the, um, who was the communist who went to Mexico? No, Lenin? No. Trots, Trots, Trotsky. Trotsky, yes. And then they I, murdered him there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> okay. okay. Was this maybe his favorite So I cookie? wonder if maybe he brought the cookies over and everybody's like, wow, we love these cookies. Trotsky that's a trotted horrible over Mexican those? accent. I don't and know. And he's like, these are the cookies of my peoples. That's the Russian accent, which isn't very good either. So I'll just shut up now. That was a good story, though. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Tammy said tea cakes. So simple, easy, and delish. Oh. Mm. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, Amber said spritz. I admire anyone who is skilled with the cookie gun. I tried once, and it was a disaster. I will say I I would say that's a dough problem, but whatever. spritz with the... Uh, Rosettes. Rosettes. Mm-hmm. And then I was reminded that the spritz are the cookie gun. Yep. Which are really just butter cookies, right? Basically, it's, yeah. 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 
And I would say if you're having a difficult time with the gun, the problem isn't the gun it's or, or the user, it's the dough. It, yes. It, it doesn't matter how big the gun. No, it's, how, it's the power. How you use how it. How you use it, precisely. Yes, Holly. I'd Donnie, like to, Donnie appreciated <laughs> I'd that. I'd like mm-hmm. to put on my tinfoil hat for a second to bring it back to Bradley's theory. Just don't theory. put it in the microwave. I won't. That uh, perhaps Leon Trotsky was the person who brought over the Russian tea cakes over to Mexico, uh, Mexico and then they were called Mexican wedding cookies, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's the theory, is that I saw the first blog post for Russian tea cakes said, well, we call these snowballs in our family. And Snowball is the character in George Orwell's Animal Farm that is based on Trotsky. Oh my God! It's also the cat on The Simpsons. Okay, well, the first part is amazing. <laughs> Mind blown! Yeah! We have just uncovered a truth here on the Comedy I'm Bradley lost. Show. All the I Russian know is tea cake I just care arrived about in Mexico by Trotsky before he was assassinated by those Russian goons. And the reason we know that is because George Orwell named a character Snowball in Animal Farm that's based on Trotsky. Oh my God. Wow, all is revealed. Kalina, you okay? You have to be no, really I careful can't. when I you eat Mexican food. I just want to do something else right you have now. To be, you have to be careful when you eat Russian tea cakes or Mexican wedding cakes because or cookies because... Um, you can inhale that powdered sugar and then you could choke and die oh. just like Trotsky. In Has Mexico. anybody I thought done you that? were going to say you were going to get the Trotsky. Has that been <laughs> well, too many and you will get the Trotsky's. Okay. Funny. All right. Now, uh, it is the 11th day of Chris's and thus we must celebrate. Holly, are you warmed up? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Do you know what you're doing? Kind of. Okay, well, we'll correct you. All right, thank you. On the 11th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 11 Chris... Nope. Chris, Chris Pratt, he's from here. Yeah, 10. Nope. Yep. Chris. 10. Chris. Chris Noth's nothing. No. Like- <laughs> Chris Noth from Sex in the City. Or something. And yeah, s- remember, it was Chris Noth. Yeah, he's from Sex in the City. Oh, yeah, and then right, so true. on and so forth so let's like start this. start again. Chris, cool it's exhausting. All the Chris's are so exhausting. Can we just throw um, Chris Pratt out the window for a moment and just sing that correctly? Okay, yeah. Do you think? Sure. All sure. of us? Do okay. You, so here, I'm uh, going to put this. Okay. Here and okay. Holly, so that you can see. This. Okay, and we'll do it all together. It's, oh. at, it's underneath the last okay. segment. Do you see it? Uh, okay. Yes. Ready? So are we including yeah. Chris Pratt? Yeah. All, all of right. Them. Okay. Ready? All of them. Yep. <clears throat> this ready? is our twelve days mm-hmm. of Chris's. We're up to eleven. Oh my God! Let's do it. Okay. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Chris Pratt, he's from here. Chris, not that specific from the Sex in the City. Chris, Cole for prancing. Chris, Evans pumping iron. Chris, Bobo flexing. Chris, rocker rocking. Chris, Hemsworth. Chris O'Donnell. Chris Martin. Christopher Knight. And a hot Chris in a pine tree. Everybody singing at home? Oh, I'm sure. Donnie. Donnie, yeah, I like I'm your sure attitude. They were singing it in the, very celebratory. In the car, I bet they were singing along I in the car. sure hope so. We'll print that mm-hmm. out when we're complete so that you can uh, sing that 
Yes, annual, absolutely. In your family. Yes, I think it will become an annual tradition, a Christmas carol of the ages, if you will. Um, I don't know that we have uh, enough time to play the audio we were going to play. We'll put it online. We do just, we will put it online, mm-hmm. but we want you to know Chris Pratt is actually from here, born and kind of sort of for a little bit raised in. Virginia, Virginia, Minnesota, Minnesota. which is on the Iron Range. His mother worked at the local grocery store. I have it on good authority. It may have been the former Piggly Wiggly. I'm just saying, because I do know that. He was a stripper for a brief time. Apparently. For a brief brief list. Actually, I think it was by the time they moved to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, things to know about Chris Pratt. We will be celebrating him online. And we'll be celebrating the 12th day of Chris's next. Was that Christopher Columbus? Um, And Donnie, Donnie, we don't do that anymore. You can hear his brand of humor with Lori and Julia. Coming up next on My Talk (laughs) 107.1. My Talk 107.1. Everything. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These guards are 11. Entertainment.